Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Harvey Norman, celebrating 18 years in Ireland with their 18th birthday sale. Big birthday savings across their massive range of appliances, technology, furniture and bedding. Bad news for road users at the moment. As the price of petrol and diesel continues to rise, it's hit record highs. So how much higher is it expected to get? And by the way, what is your experience around Limerick City and County? What prices are you seeing for diesel and petrol at the pumps? WhatsApp or text us 86 uh, We're joined by motoring journalist Brian Byrne and Brendan Ryan, who's a haulier based in Limerick, and you are both very welcome to the show. Uh, Brian, the highest price for petrol in an Irish station is 173.9 cents per litre. How shocking is that? Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's shocking if you're um, just a consumer like ourselves. Um, it's not shocking if you're an economist watching the, the way the global business ethos is at the moment. And it's quite simply uh, a case of supply and demand. And um, the, the, for instance, the, we, we've also come from a very low uh, period of oil prices over the last 12 months, because 12, exactly 12 months ago, the price of a barrel of oil was $30 uh, dollars a barrel. Now, yesterday, it peaked at $85 dollars a barrel. The good news is it came down. It's, at the moment, it's running at 83. Now, that's all esoteric stuff for most people. But it's critical to the price of petrol at the pumps because that's what dictates the price you're going to pay for petrol at the pumps. Not triple the price as, it, as, as uh, the, the barrel of oil is, but a percentage of that goes up. So we've had a 25% increase in the pump prices over the last six months. Uh, and that's going to continue for, for some time, I'm afraid. Really? Yeah, I, I think it, it, may, it may not uh, translate into much higher prices than we're paying now. There is, there's a level at which it, it's, it's just not sustainable anyway. Uh, but we have been here before. I mean, back in 2019, 2018, indeed, we were we were close enough. We were we you, you will remember when the price of barrel of oil went over 100 dollars a barrel, and uh, quite briefly, but it did happen. But it came back down again. But uh, it's a volatile thing. And as I say, even in uh, a 24-hour period like yesterday and today, uh, it's actually started to come down a bit. Whether that will be sustained or not, I don't know. But either ways, uh, we're, we're, we're going to have high prices from here for a while. Okay. Should say, I should say, too, that we're not the highest in Europe in any way. Because we, we feel that we're grossly taxed and all sorts of stuff like that. We're not compared to a basket of, of European countries. Out of 45 countries, we're 16th from the top. And that's, um, or 15th from the top. So the, the highest uh, price of petrol at the beginning of October, when we were 155 or 159, the, uh, the price in the Netherlands, for instance, was 206 a litre. So uh, that's no comfort to guys trying to put gas in their cars at the moment. Uh, but we're not by any means highest. But, but tell me, you mentioned there that there is a price point at which it's unsustainable. What is that price point? Oh, if, if I could answer that, I would be able to buy your radio station tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so, to be honest, Joe, I don't know. And, and there, are, there are people much more clever than me, and they don't know either. But there will be a point because uh, it simply can't be done. There, there, there's a situation too. Production of oil is a thing was cut back very, very drastically when consumption of oil fell during the pandemic this time last year and a little bit before it. I mean, in the summer, we saw almost negative prices for oil. 
And that, uh, so we're coming from what was a low base over the last uh, 18 months. I'd say 12 of those 18 months has been very low. We're back up to what it was before, but it, I know we never got to 170 plus before. But we got close. I think it will come back down. I think, I think, but it's not going to happen until perhaps the spring because until the, the production companies can, can actually ramp up production to meet the demand, yeah. I mean, it's, not, it's not going to come down. It's interesting, you know, when we might have discussed this over the last few months, we'd almost immediately get people on complaining. Not quite as quick a reaction this morning. And I think maybe that's because people got used to incredibly high prices for this. Yes, that's probably true. And we got used to what were then incredibly high prices for petrol before. And granted, they were a little bit lower, uh, not not a great deal lower, but they were. And we got used to that before. Now, we're also talking, of course, about part of the increase is due to the, the, the recent increase in carbon taxes. And that's something that's going to continue because we have we have passed a law in Ireland that we have to increase carbon taxes by a certain amount every in every budget for the next five years, whatever it is, as part of our climate change mitigation measures. Well, it's interesting you should mention tax because hmm. certainly whenever we talk to people like AA Ireland, I mean, that is what they will point to. They'll say, for example, that generally speaking, there isn't much profiteering going on by the uh, petrol stations, the garages themselves, and they will say, yes, there is a variable in terms of the price, but it is the amount of tax that we charge in this country that goes back to the government that they would point to as a variable we could affect positively. I don't agree that we could affect it positively as, as, as a government, to be honest. And I, I know this is counterintuitive to, to the consumer. But we, the, the excise tax, for instance, which is the, the bulk tax on um, a, 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 gallon, a litre of petrol, is around 62 cents a litre out of the one whatever we're paying at the moment. Now, that's a static um, it, it's, I think it's gone up by the two by two cents uh, because of the carbon tax as well. But that's a static that that doesn't vary. What does vary is on top of that we have a twenty three percent VAT that goes onto uh, everything else uh, before before we get the petrol into the pumps. Now that 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 will vary. Uh, that will vary the component of the petrol price that is based on the price of oil. So if, if, if you think about it, that there is a, there's a chunk of, of, of petrol tax that is not variable. It's, 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 it's actually a set amount at, at the 62, 63 cents, whatever it is at the moment. But the, and, and then there's VAT on top of that, and that will vary uh, the component based on the amount of the petrol price that is due to the price of oil. So we we can we, we can't do much about that in Ireland. Okay. Um, uh, and and again, my I don't have the full figures in front of me at the moment. We're not the highest taxed in Europe either, contrary to what would be the popular opinion. Okay. And Brian Byrne is editor of Irish Car and Travel Magazine. What about you listening this morning? You're just shrugging your shoulders at this point and saying, "Look, it's the way it is, and it's the way it's going to be for the foreseeable future." Or are you annoyed? Or are you indeed shopping around? And if you are, are you having some success with that? WhatsApp or text 086-123-9595. Brendan Ryan, as I mentioned, is a haulier in uh, Limerick. And good morning, Brendan. Um, This has practical applications for you in your business. What do you make of the points that uh, Brian has been making to us there? Uh, The one point I uh, would like to make is when he says uh, about reaching an unsustainable uh, price, it has reached us. 
for most businesses, and especially the haulage business, that uh, the price at the minute is just unsustainable. I was just going through some figures uh, yesterday evening, and the amount of fuel we purchased for our business here last week, at this time last year, to purchase the same amount of fuel, there's 25,000 euro in the difference. Now, that is unsustainable. And out of that 25,000 euro, there's over 6,000 euro within that on top and the carbon tax that has added to it this year. And Brendan, has that been increasing annually over a number of years? See, when you're saying the lowest is $30 a barrel to $85 a barrel, it's funny uh, to see when the price of the barrel is going up the price of the fuel goes up accordingly, but when the price of the barrel is reducing in price, the fuel doesn't come back down the same way as this. they portray it when the price of the barrel is going up. Well, it does, so, but it takes a lot longer. Yeah, but why is that? Well, why is it? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, what do you think? <laughs> it's just... Uh, the speculation is a lot got to do with fuel in this country and across the world. The speculation is driving fuel. And they can say about shortages, this, that, and ramp up supply and reduce supply. But at the end of the day, speculation has a lot got to do with it. Right. Well, Babs is a single mum and she has WhatsApped us on 0861239595. Say, I put diesel in my car yesterday, 70 euro, and that did not fill it. When I bought the car five years ago, 50 euro filled it to the top. I have to fill every week to travel to work. And I must say, I am very worried about this um, going into the winter. So it's affecting Brendan Ryan people in, in all um, aspects of life, isn't it? Yes, uh, definitely. And like the price, as I said, 25000 a week extra, um, that's not including that. That's what it cost us from 12 months ago. And like at the end of the day, the haulage industry in this country, when uh, the pandemic, we were classed as essential users. But suddenly when this pandemic and it's reducing a small bit, uh, that essential user status doesn't seem to last with the haulage industry. But sure, I mean, you know yourself and this applies to lots of people on the front line who made heroic efforts during the pandemic. Eating bread is soon forgotten. Eating bread is soon forgotten. And at the end of the day, uh, no matter what you have on your table, it has travelled by road at some part, uh, let it be a truck, a van, a car, uh, small deliveries, it has travelled. And I see in the recent budget, uh, they're given uh, incentives for electric cars, uh, this, that and the other. We have only diesel as a viable option at the minute to run our trucks on. They're all about gas and uh, all other electrics. It won't work in the long-distance heavy haulage industry. But what about Brian's point that in reality we're not close to the top of the league when it comes to petrol and diesel prices um, across uh, Europe? And also, he says, there's nothing really the government can do on the tax front. There is a lot they can do. They can support the industry that keeps the country going. And that's what we need is support. They're given um, a grant to buy electric cars. And I see in a program on RTE last night a proportion of the carbon tax that the firemen um, will pay. They're going to divert some of that money back into the farming industry. That is not the case with the haulage industry. That's what we need. We need support. And we need someone at the top 
with common sense. Because unfortunately, common sense isn't too common at the minute. But I think, is it not just a directly conflicting philosophy here? I mean, the Minister for Transport and leader of the Green Party, Eamon Ryan, um, has a view, and also we now know it's in law, that carbon taxes are going to increase over time, that we have carbon budgets, um, the outline of which were introduced on Bank Holiday Monday, and they are expecting more from your sector. Otherwise, the argument is we will not make the progress on climate change we need to make. Yeah, that, that's fine, and we we all have to pay our part on that, but you need support to get us to that point. Like, there's other industries uh, around within Ireland that don't contribute anything to the carbon side of things. So, yes, you have to incentivize to get you to a point. We have the Euro 6 engine in the trucks is one of the most efficient engine, engines on the road, but yet we are getting no incentive to progress our fleet towards that. Like most of, uh, 45% of the fleet, I'd say, is 10 years or older. So they can give incentives for someone a 5,000 euro grant for electric car. And as I said, they're diverting some of the agricultural carbon tax payments back into agriculture to incentivize them. But unless they do something very shortly to support the haulage industry, um, there is going to be a serious situation on the table. Well, there's already talk of protests by um, your sector. Uh, By the way, do your routes allow you at all uh, to look elsewhere to fill some of your trucks? You know, do do you travel in Europe, for example? We do, and like some other parts of Europe, and I go back to the point that uh, uh, the other... Brian says that uh, we're not the highest. We're not, but like you ha- have other countries that are maybe higher, but the incentive towards the haulage industry in those countries are a lot and far greater than what we receive here in this country. Right. And, and, and we are uh, just to prove, like all those other countries within Europe, they can travel. Uh, to uh, each other country quite easily, where we're an island off an island here. Like, to get to Europe, now the direct ferry is going. Like, that's our disadvantage in this country. We have right. a day or two extra travelling to get to mainland Yeah, and, and, and to get to the heart of the matter for listeners, will all of this, do you believe, Brendan Ryan, as a haulier yourself, lead to gaps on the shelves of our stores? Um, I'd say so, yes, and like, we're talking about fuel here today, but on top of fuel, you have tyres going up, you have do, which is an additive to make the trucks more efficient. That has nearly doubled in price over the last couple of months because they're on about a urea shortage uh, that makes the ad blue. And to make the urea, they need gas. And they're saying there's the anomaly there as well with the supply of gas. Oh, so there is... Uh, Unless someone just stands up and takes real look at this uh, for everyone across, it's not sustainable. Even wage increases are only going to cover the cost of increases in everyday life. It's 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 not adding anything to the economy. So, so do you expect to be protesting along with your colleagues in the near future? Look, that's a last option, but what we would expect is someone within government to take a long, 
hard, serious look at this because uh, unsustainable, it has reached that point. All right. Uh, Brian, any final thoughts? Yeah, just to be to be clear, uh, when I'm when I was talking about the background to why prices are as high as they are, I wasn't I wasn't defending them. Um, it, it is, but it is, it's a, just a case in fact. Now, going back to and, and I was talking mainly, of, I suppose, about the the ordinary consumer putting petrol or diesel in their car. I go back to Brendan's point of view, and, and he's absolutely right. The, it's unsustainable for the for the haulage industry and has been for some time. Um, the, uh, the the prices that are there, and yes, there needs to be some form of direct support uh, at a government level, whatever way it is, and uh, to, to provide for the haulage industry. Because what's happening there is the increases that are in haulage, and uh, as he said, everything travels by truck in this country. Everything comes into the country by truck in this country and goes out of it. So uh, these have to be uh, helped in some way. Otherwise, what happens, and it is happening, is that the prices on the shelf of every single thing that we use in this country will just go well, higher okay. and higher and higher. Well, well, thank, th- thank you both for that. It's funny you should say that because somebody's just said here, forget diesel, Joe. What about the price of razor blades? This listener would usually buy a packet of five for four euro and it's gone up to eight euro in the local supermarket. Well, there you go. That's that's definitely a priority if uh, you're a, a regular user of razor blades. Um, thank you both very much for those comments. We want to continue to hear from you on this petrol and diesel, you know, and is it going to change your behaviour, for example, uh, as well? Um, Brian Byrne is editor of Irish Car and Travel Magazine. Thank you very much. And Brendan Ryan is a haulier uh, based in County Limerick in the Campamore uh, area. But as you heard, they're working all over the country and in Europe. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Harvey Norman, celebrating 18 years in Ireland with their 18th birthday sale. Big birthday savings across their massive range of appliances, technology, furniture and bedding.